You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to an exciting episode of TFL's Talking Cars, our podcast slash video where we talk about the latest and greatest in cars. And today we've got, well, big news because Ford just unveiled the new Bronco and it's all things Bronco, right Tommy? Yeah, it's a really big day here. The Bronco's been gone for 24 some years. Yep. It's back for 2021. We've got all the numbers we need to talk about. We've got to talk about how it stacks up to the Wrangler, how it stacks up to the Land Rover and the Toyota. We'll get into all that in this podcast. And that's coming up right now. Sit back and relax or keep driving if you're driving. TFL Talking Cars is on the air, the world's most popular car podcast. Okay, maybe not yet, but we're working on it. All right, Tommy. So um, we're not in Detroit. Nope. We got uninvited by yep. Ford because we published some things that they didn't like. Uh, spy pictures, uh, but now uh, the cat is definitely out of the bag. Uh, so uh, let's talk about the Bronco first uh, and what Ford has built. Yeah, they, well, they've built something pretty cool. It was kind of rumored that the Bronco may have not gone down the traditional old-school four-wheel drive path. Now that we've seen it, we know that that was a total lie because this Bronco looks pretty extreme. Still body on frame, right? Removable top. Removable doors, choice of engine options. There's a seven-speed manual with the crawler gear. Uh, just about every option you could imagine in an off-road rig is is coming to this new model. Yeah, and you guys out there might be wondering how does that compare to my Wrangler or my Forerunner? We're going to get to that because we've got all the specs on both the Bronco, Wrangler, and Forerunner, at least as many as we can put together in really um, you know this, this heavy-duty spreadsheet. Uh, but let's talk about the Bronco. Uh, it started out uh, back in the '60s, right? Yeah, '66. Yeah. Ford kind of looked at what International Harvester was doing with the Scout and said, let's stick a big old V8 in it. Uh, and uh, they came out with three models initially, right? There was a Roadster, which was no doors. Uh, there was a traditional one, the kind of the SUV that we think about. Uh, and there was a half um, cab, which was actually a little pick-em-up truck. Yeah, a little, little tiny thing. I think, you know, I'm a big international guy. I think took inspiration from as being, being generous. You think they borrowed the look of the uh, uh, Scout? Yeah, 
I and think you, that's fair. And you see a lot of the scout. I uh, mean, I, they borrowed the look of the scout the same way that I borrowed money for you from you for like the first. 15 years of my life. You know what I mean? When yeah. I was a baby. Yeah. And if, yeah. You, if you guys are listening to this as part of the podcast and you want to see what the new Bronco looks like, head over to TFL Car where we've got a full video uh, showing everything, showing it bouncing across the uh, desert through the tundra and up and over uh, all kinds of off-roady stuff because Ford, of course, filmed that. Um, so uh, 68, and then there were five other generations. This is the sixth generation, right? Yeah. So from 66 through 77, they were nice and small. To compete with the CJs, mm-hmm. and then they got really big in '78, yep. um, and they they kept changing them. And, and then, then in the '80s, they had the Bronco Two, and then the OJ Simpson Bronco came along and kind of killed it in 2000. And what was that? '96, '96. That was the last year for yep, Bronco. '96. And now it's back. Uh, and uh, like you said, there's going to be uh, two configurations, just like a Wrangler, a two door and a four door. Uh, but what are the engines? Well, there's two different turbo engines. Okay. 2.3 liter four cylinder turbo. Looks to be the same engine out of the Ranger. Okay. Almost identical. Makes sense. Yeah, pretty much the same power specs, too. Well, apparently, allegedly, the same exact power specs. And I say allegedly because they said they're targeting these. But 270 horsepower, 310 pound-feet of torque. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That's the four-cylinder. Where, where's the V8? Yeah, there's no V8. There's an optional 2.7-liter six-cylinder twin-turbo, um, 310 horsepower, 400 pound-feet of torque. So as long as you like your engines with small displacement and turbos on them, you're going to be pleased with the new Bronco power plant. 400 pound-feet of torque is a lot of torque out of that V6. That is a, a really impressive number to see. It's not quite as much as the Wrangler diesel, because there's a diesel version of the Wrangler, right? But it still is it's, it's getting up there, especially with a, uh, an off-road vehicle like this. Yeah, so it sounds like they borrowed an r- engine out of the uh, Ranger and they borrowed one out of the F-150. And I love that 2.7. Uh, if I were getting an F-150, that's probably the power plant I would get because it's uh, powerful and not too heavy. But I'm really disappointed that there's no Coyote 5 liter. I thought that would have been such a cool pairing. You just go right to the GT500. <laughs> oh, well, you had the supercharged. <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, F250 7.3 Godzilla. Why not? Why not? Why yeah. not? All right, now, how about transmissions? Yeah, this is where things get really interesting. 2.3 liter has two choices. 10-speed automatic, okay. but the cooler one is a 7-speed manual. It operates like a normal 6-speed, but there's a crawler gear or a granny gear. Yep. And that's for, you know, pulling stumps. You know, crawling over the biggest boulders you could imagine. That's that's the gear that's going to go uh, anywhere you want it to at at about 0.3 of a mile an hour. It sounds like it needs a power takeoff so you can like <laughs> like run a, a, a sawmill in your spare time. Uh, yeah. Or like a, a trench digger. Yeah, does it have that? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't have power takeoff. But the uh, manual transmission is only available on the smaller engine. Yeah. So if you want the big V6. You, you you can't have the stick. And you know we've uh, had a lot of experience with the ten speed automatic, and it's a good it's a good transmission. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's smooth. Yeah, and it it it's a good pairing in like the Ranger. Yeah, so it gives good uh, uh, fuel economy numbers. Uh, by the way, we don't know those on the uh, Bronco yet, so no. don't if you're expecting fuel economy numbers, you might as well just. Uh, uh, skip to the end because we're not going to give you any because Ford didn't release any. Yeah, so construction-wise, body on frame. Yeah. And I actually have the quote here on my phone Okay. <laughs> from Ford. It is, are you ready? Yeah. Uh, based on a revised version of, quote, the global mid-sized truck architecture. Yeah, so basically a Ranger. Ba- basically, yeah, it's, it's, it's a similar platform to the Ranger. Not a bad thing, mm. body on frame, but it does mean that solid axle in back 
independent suspension in the front. Yeah, that's the biggest difference for, really between um, it and a lot of other vehicles out there, specifically the Wrangler. Uh, but before we get to that comparison, let's keep going down uh, kind of what else is new with the uh, Bronco. It's got a uh, two-speed transfer case, of course, and an optional 4A setting. What does that 4A mean? A couple different um, four-wheel drive options. So the high-end models come with a setting where it'll tr- it'll go in between two high and four high, depending on the situation. So that's great for like cold weather environments. Jeep has a similar system on their select track, uh, but it, you stick it in auto and just let it do its work. Uh, the low range is across the board, it looks like, but there's a couple of different gear ratios. Dana 44 rear axle. Uh, independent front suspension. Yep. Five link coil spring rear suspension on the rear. And very, all, very, very good stuff. Yeah, and for all of you who are not like into suspension, uh, there's a big raging debate out there in the off road community as to what's better. And it's been exemplified by Toyota versus Wrangler, right? Because Wrangler has always had solid axles and Toyota has had independent uh, suspension in the front. Uh, and now we've got uh, Bronco entering the fray uh, with their independent front suspension. Uh, and so we'll see. You know, uh, that's one of those things that. Unless you're uh, out there on the trail where you've got two obstacles that are very similar, uh, it's a hard argument to have uh, just sitting here talking. Well, the really, really old foreigners had solid axles. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? So It's, it's older technology. It's very old technology, but yeah. it works. It's very, very effective technology. What's available Spicer Electronic Differential Locks front in here? What's a Spicer? Well, that's a company um, that's building the E-Locks apparently okay. for the the Bronco. Yeah, this is super cool. Front and rear locking diffs, one of only a few vehicles. You've got Power Wagon, Wrangler, G-Wagon, G-Wagon ZR2, right? The yeah. Chevrolet ZR2. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much all you can get from the factory with the uh, front and rear locker. Of course, great for off-road, so you can lock all four wheels at the same speed. Great for going over really difficult terrain. And something that's interesting on the Bronco is an option for a, 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 a <laughs> let me see if I can talk, a hydraulic, a hydraulic stabilizer, stabilizer bar. bar. Yeah, hydraulic is apparently too big of a word for my small IQ. Well, wait till you get the uh, Saskatchewan, uh, Saskatchewan uh, Sasquatch package. Sasquatch, we'll talk yeah. about that in oh a sec. God. Now, this hydraulic stabilizer no, bar, <laughs> this hydraulic stabilizer bar unlocks the front end at low speed, yeah. so you get improved articulation. It's not, it's not the first ever vehicle to use like a sway bar disconnect on an independent yeah. suspension. Basically, it's trying to keep the wheels on the ground, right? Because once the wheels in the air, well, Arkayan yeah. did the same thing. Did yeah. You know that? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. It had the hydraulic uh, sway yeah. bar. Yeah, once 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 you're once you're you know grabbing air, you're not going very far. Um, trail turn assist function. Yeah, like a Toyota Land Cruiser. Yeah, it's got uh, allegedly torque vectoring, but I think it's brake based, which will drag an inside wheel to allow you to make tighter turns off road. That's yeah. a good idea. But is it a tank turn like the Rivian? No, not quite a tank uh. turn. Trail control, off road cruise control. Yeah. Basically, you push a button, set the speed, let the vehicle do the rest. Seven different drive modes. Bunch of bunch of different drive so modes. So let's guess at them. Can we guess at them. Well, they're they're listed. They're, they're listed. What are they? Uh, I, I it's can like probably eco, sport, slippery, Sl- snow, right? Uh, yeah, cactus, I think snow. R- ruts and rocks. No, I mean, no, it's no, it's Baja, yeah. rock crawl, yeah, maybe mud. I think there's a mud setting too. Okay, it's all through this little selector in the middle. It's a little, it's a little rotary down. Yeah, and then uh, available winch ready seal bumpers, just like the Wrangler, mm. and uh, skid plates are at the bottom. You know the the thing about winch ready uh, bumpers, it, they, they never have the winch plate. You think like, hey, I've got a winch-ready bumper. I'll just go get the $1,200 winch without the winch plate, which is another like $800. It doesn't work. Well, the cool thing is that Bronco oh, – I shouldn't say Bronco. Ford is um, – Adding the winch plate? No, I don't know if they're adding the winch plate. That's a great question. They are working on up to 200 accessories for this vehicle already. Hmm. 
So, you know, they're going down that Mopar route where they want to keep you in-house for when it's time to uh, upgrade. Upgrade, yep. Well, that's smart. Why, why give it to all the off-road uh, aftermarket people when you can do it yourself? But that doesn't mean the off-road aftermarket people won't do it because you know how those guys are. So they, full, full, They work fast and furiously. Full skid plates. Yeah. Available rock rails, yep. which are supposed to take the full weight of the, the truck. Yeah. And then long travel Bilstein suspension dampers. And by the way, um, I think uh, that um, – there are now, what, four different suspension options you can get in four different products. So we should talk about that, right? Because um, Ford went with Bilstein. Mm-hmm. Wrangler and the Gladiator went with Fox. Yep. Um, Toyota went with Fox. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, Chevy went with Multim. Multimatic? Yep, Multimatic. And, yeah, and the, the DSSVs. And, 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 you know, we should probably do... Uh, a comparison of all four of those different types of shocks because I'd be really curious because, you know, it's, it's getting to the point now where uh, once upon a time, if you wanted, like, an upgraded radio, you would get the premium radio, right? And then they all became branded. So and then you have, like, the Bose, you know, the Mark Levinson, right, the name brands. And uh, without an actual head-to-head test, it's really hard to say if a Fox is better than a Bilstein or a Multimatic. It would be really cool to actually, like, and what I mean by that is, like, take it down, um, like, a, not, not, not just a, a rocky course, uh, but a washboard road, right, where the thing really starts to heat up. And drive it hard and see which of them explodes and which of them doesn't. Yeah, that, it's that, a, that would be a really idea. cool video. Yeah, maybe we'll look into doing that. Yeah. So let's talk about the uh, uh, different models. There are a lot of models, Tommy. Yeah, there's a, a, the base models called Base. Yeah. Uh, there's Big Bend, Black Diamond, Outer Banks, and then the off roady one, the Wild Track and Badlands. But the one that's really cool is. It's Sasquatch. not actually, yeah, it's not its own trim. There's a package called the Sasquatch package, and this is available across the lineup. And this includes 35-inch tires, 17-inch beadlock rims, high-clearance suspension with the Bilsteins, um, locking differentials, and the uh, advanced four-wheel drive system. So what you could do is, is get the entry-level no-frills Bronco yep. and then s- click that little box for the Sasquatch package. And get all the off-road gear. So this is this is such a such a great idea that you can, you know, by simply just clicking a, an option code, you can have any trim you want with all the goodies that'll make it go anywhere. And you'll never see one of those in a dealer ever. I think you will. I, you know, we just went through this with the with the uh, Defender, right? So we wanted to get the least expensive, most off-road worthy Defender. Which because with Defender now we, we can actually talk about that too how it stacks up but it's it's a much more expensive vehicle in a lot of ways but we wanted to get the steel wheels we wanted to get that like uh, you know non leather interior we wanted to get that uh, third uh, optional bench seat row right that's in, in, not the third row the third seat that comes in the front so it's like a bench seat and. We had to special order it, right, because you can't buy it. All of the uh, Defenders right now at the dealerships are the, are the launch editions. Uh, they're in there. On the low end, they're like $64,000. we have been looking around. Uh, a lot of the dealers are marking them up five, ten thousand. 10000 So now we're looking at seventy, even $80,000 vehicles. And I think that's what's going to happen with the Bronco. You're not going to see a base Bronco with a uh, Sasquatch package uh, for $35,000. Speaking about pricing, what is pricing? It starts at twenty nine 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 five, so about thirty grand for the two door. Yeah, that's of course no options. 
That's pretty much all we know. Plus fourteen ninety five for destination and delivery. I don't know if that's included. No, it's not. It's it's it's. I think it it's on top of that. Oh, in, okay. So you're looking at thirty one thousand. Yeah, and then um, the the four door is going to be more expensive on top of I that. Thirty five thousand. Yeah, which is pretty pretty comparable to the Wrangler. So the Wrangler starts at about twenty eight. The uh, the four door is a little bit less expensive. It looks like than what the Bronco four door is going to be, mm-hmm. and deliveries are going to be in spring twenty twenty one. So you can reserve them starting today. Yeah. But if you really want to drive your your new Bronco off the lot, it's not going to be for a whew, another few months. Yeah. If you want to drive your Bronco off the few months, you're going to have to get the Badlands. <laughs> With, I think it comes with a Sasquatch package. That's going to be like a fifty-five, sixty thousand dollars Bronco. Let's be real. Yeah, it, it happened with uh, Wranglers, right? When they first came out, remember there was a launch edition uh, Gladiator that suffered the same fate. Uh, it's just it's become part of the automotive game now. Ooh, uh, wait, there's actually. Hang on, I've got my notes here. There's a first edition. Yeah, so that's probably going to be edition. the one that you're going to end up with. Yeah. off the bat, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the, and that's going to be expensive. Yeah, and, it will be. And, and, and uh, you know, I'm getting a little tired of these very expensive. I know, you know, it's what the market will bear. But back in the day when I was uh, your age, I went and bought a Suzuki Samurai uh, from a dealership. I was living in Chicago, and I had to fly down to Georgia, Atlanta, to actually buy it. You know why I bought it? Why? Because I was in graduate school. I had no money in the car. Guess how much the uh, uh, little Samurai cost? Like $7,000. Exactly, $7,000. Yeah. yeah. Where is that vehicle? Well, I, I, it is doesn't it the Bronco exist. Sport, maybe? Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the more affordable. But, but the problem with the Bronco Sport is it doesn't have a two-speed transfer case, right? Whereas the Samurai did. So the Bronco Sport, which, by the way, we also have a video on over at TFL now. Uh, Andre did a hell of a good job talking about that. Is basically a competitor uh, to the RAV4 Adventure or the Cherokee or maybe the uh, uh, Compass. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's a kind of a different league. If you want an old school off roader for cheap, you got to go to the used market now. There's just nothing that's that's a, that to me is really the opportunity, affordable. right? Uh, for yeah, know, I agree. In, in Europe, you've expensive. got the Jimny. Yep, yeah. I mean, I think the the, the difficult you've got thing. Got the Dasha. Yeah, the Duster. The difficult thing that these manufacturers have to deal with is they've, they've got such greed. Str- <laughs> well, greed for sure, but they also have stringent crash requirements. So, like a, a Jimny. For, for they're killing it in the in in Europe too now. Have you read that? It's it's going away in Europe now as well. Uh, I think it's due to emissions. But we have such stringent emissions and and crash requirements that I think it would be tricky to sell a bare bones samurai with no airbags oh, okay. and a carbureted engine. I, I agree, but all I want I want a base uh, Bronco with the Sasquatch package. That's all I want. And I bet you, if you try to get that without ordering it, there's no way you'd ever find one of those at a dealership. And that that's what I want. Who who needs all the? But that is the same thing with the Wrangler. You're never going to find a base Wrangler at a dealership. They're very hard to find. We spend a lot of time looking for one. Yeah. Uh, I agree. There needs to be a more but, affordable. But, but the Wrangler. If you get the base Wrangler, you're getting this like goofy looking. You know, it looks way too low. Steel wheels, tiny, tiny uh, tires, right? A soft top, uh, and so you're getting a really stripped down vehicle. With this Bronco, the potential is you're getting a stripped down vehicle with all the off road gear. Imagine like getting a Sport with the Rubicon stuff. Now that would be cool. I, I don't need all the other stuff that comes with it. I don't need the leather interior. I don't need the upgraded stereo system. I don't need the big. Well, right? Hold up, Dad. You still can. You can still get a very basic Rubicon. Not for under twenty five thousand. You can't. That's the number no. I'm at. Well, yeah, but you can't get a, a Bronco. What's, what's, what does the Rubicon start at? Forty something. <laughs> 
you can't, you can't get a Bronco Badlands or you can't get a Bronco Bay Sasquatch for under twenty five, can you? Yeah, but it, it, I don't know. We don't know what the Sasquatch package is, but the base, if it starts at thirty, right? Yeah. And then you put the Sasquatch package on top. But how much can that be? It's not going to be fifteen. It's it, not going to be forty-five thousand. It's going to be, I think, five or six grand. Okay, so you're at thirty-five. That's still pretty good. I think that is still something I would be willing to pay, willing to pay for. I don't like. I say I don't want the power sliding roof. I don't want you know all the bells and whistles in my off-roader. I just want all the off-road gear without any of the luxury gear and. That's what we try to do with the Defender when we try to order it, and that one came out even with even ordered that way, right? With just ticking the boxes for the off-road stuff. That one came out at sixty-four. I'm looking up the uh, the Wrangler here. How okay. much a, a two-door? Well, while you do that, let's talk about uh, how the Wrangler compares uh, to the Bronco and to the Forerunner. Oh, I was wrong. Thirty thirty-eight grand for a Wrangler two-door Rubicon. Can you find that? Yeah, you can order one. Uh-huh. You're not going to find a base Sasquatch in the lot, like you said that. Anyway, uh, we'll leave that for the market to sort out. Or maybe you guys, maybe somebody out there will be ordering one of those. So let's talk about uh, the Bronco versus Rubicon versus 4Runner now. We picked these three vehicles to compare. And we got, if you're looking at this on video, you'll see we've got all the numbers to tell you just how off-road worthy they will be. And we'll go into those in a second. But you may be wondering why those three. Well, because the Bronco and, of course, the Rubicon Wrangler, um, the Wild Track and the Rubicon, you know, they just head-to-head matchup. And, of course, the Forerunner uh, is in the price category, and it's one of the perennial bestsellers. So, um, sure, I mean, we could have thrown in a G-Wagon, starts at $125,000, right? Probably wouldn't be. We could have thrown in a Defender. The one we bought was the cheapest. It was like 60000 So, price-wise, these do compete. Um, uh, and I think the other thing we need to talk about is that to take some of the spotlight away from uh, Ford's big unveiling, uh, Jeep just announced a new concept vehicle. You want to tell about that? Yeah, it's a uh, Wrangler Rubicon 392 concept. So they took a Wrangler, they gave it a little bit of a lift, they put in this big old uh, 6.4 liter Hemi, and they sent it on its way. It's worth noting this is a concept. Um, They'll build it. I, I don't know, Dad. They They'll haven't build built it. one in the past. Well, one of the commenters on our video said that they've got 50 of them running around already. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, allegedly, they've got 50 at the... The, the facility that no, testing. I think I think they'll build it just because uh, they have to answer Bronco somehow. They have to create excitement and buzz, and what what a better way to do that than to give people what I hope you're Jeep right. fans have been asking for for 20 years, which is a V8, right? The last yeah. V8 was in the CJ. Yeah, I hope you're right. I, I really do wish that this this actually becomes a thing and quickly, because a six yeah a 450 horsepower Wrangler. That would that would uh, match up nicely to that twin turbo Bronco. Yeah, it's four fifty four fifty, right? Four hundred fifty horsepower, four hundred fifty pound foot of torque. Yeah, and uh, it's a proper you know proper naturally aspirated V eight. And 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 the other thing I think the reason they're going to build it is they they skipped the five seven right. They could have put the five seven Hemi. They didn't. They went right for the big boy. Uh, and you know FC is on a roll right now to Hellcat everything. And uh, this is just part of that I think. Uh, so let's talk about uh, how a Bronco stands up compares to a Rubicon, Wrangler, and a 4Runner TRD Pro. The two Bronco engine options are the four-cylinder turbo and the six-cylinder um, turbocharged engine as well, so 2.3 and 2.7. The Wrangler has a bunch of engine options. There's a two-liter turbo. There's a 3.6-liter V6, naturally aspirated. There's a three-liter diesel, mm-hmm. V6 diesel. And then the 4Runner is only got one engine. It's a very good engine, super, super reliable, but it's also a little old, the four-liter V6. Yeah, so you know we re- included the Forerunner because let's face it, it doesn't quite match up. A Forerunner can't be had with two doors. The doors can't be taken off without a sawzall, and of course the roof doesn't come off without a sawzall. 
Yeah. Whereas the Bronco and the Wrangler do all that. Yeah. The, the Wrangler and the Bronco both have doors which can be easily removed. However, yeah. the Bronco has doors that are pillarless, so they're supposed to be lighter. And they're also, get this, um, built in such a way where the the mirrors are mounted on the body of the vehicle. So if you pull the doors in the Bronco, you got the mirrors that, that hang around. Yeah. Whereas in the Wrangler, you got to get aftermarket mirrors, so yeah, you're illegal. A little known fact, uh, you can't drive a vehicle, with, at least on the road, without those rearview mirrors. I guess you could take it on uh, a trail, but on the road where a lot of doorless Broncos and Wranglers will end up, you need those rearview mirrors. So horsepower-wise, the Bronco sits at 270, 310 horsepower. Yep. Um, the Wrangler is about 260 to 285, so it's 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 kind of right in the, that game. Although the the V6 twin turbo uh, Bronco looks like it's going to kind of beat it in that category, and then the Forerunner trucks along with 270. Torque wise, this is the important one for off road. Uh, Broncos between 310 and 400 pound feet. Yep. Uh, Wranglers between 260 for the V6, all yep. the way up to 442, which has got to be the diesel. Yep, that's the three liter Eco diesel, and then the Forerunner's uh, 278. Uh, how about transmissions? Um, seven-speed manual on the Bronco, ten-speed auto, uh, available. Wrangler six-speed auto. Oh nope, that's not true. Wrangler six-speed manual or eight-speed auto. And then the Forerunner five. Wah, wah, wah. It doesn't need anymore. Wah, wah, it's wah, wah. fine. It just leave it be. The, how many cars can you even get with five-speed automatics anymore? Not too many others, but I, that's okay. I'm, I'm really racking my brain to come up with one. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Toyota uh, certainly has a vehicle that sells a lot. And, and look, these numbers don't uh, speak well for it because they're certainly, you know, no choice, lower numbers. But uh, the Forerunner is one of these vehicles, in my mind, that's just right. You know, it does everything well. It'll take you and your family to Disney, and it'll take you and uh, your best friend up Hell's Revenge in Moab. Uh, and uh, that's a pretty cool combination. The uh, the tires are an interesting story. So the Bronco can be had with up to 35-inch tires from the factory. Wow. Big deal, yeah. The Wrangler Rubicon is about 33 point, 33, 33 point something, uh, but can be uh, upgraded to 35s. Yeah, without lifting it. Yeah, but that's after the fact. Yeah. Uh, the the Foreigner's got 30, 32s or 33s in that category as well. So the uh, Bronco's definitely killing it on tire options. Tons of different manufacturers, tons of different sizes. And then lockers, um, front and rear locking differentials in the Bronco are available. Same thing with the Wrangler. Uh, the Forerunner only has a rear locker on the TRD Pros, but it does have A-Track and crawl control, which is it's pretty good at mimicking locking diffs. Yeah, we've got a whole bunch of numbers here coming up about the length, but I, I don't want to go into the wheelbase of the Basically, length. the Bronco is a little bit bigger overall than the Wrangler, yeah, especially and the, in And the Forerunner is longer than both of them. Yeah, the Forerunner is a proper SUV. But the more important one is ground clearance. How about ground clearance? 11.6 on the Bronco. With 35s. Yep. But if you get the regular one, it's like 8. Yeah, it's it's less. The uh, Wrangler is 10.8 okay. with Rubicon. But once again, if you get the regular one, that goes down a lot. Yeah. And then the uh, Foreigner is 9.6 with TRD Pro. So a little bit less than the Foreigner. Approach angle, they're about 43.2 on the Bronco, 44 on the Wranglers, and then 33 on the Foreigner. Breakover, 29 degrees, two-door Bronco, 27.8 two-doors Wrangler. And then, the uh, of course, the four-doors are less than that. Foreigner is about 20 degrees. Um, and water fording. Yeah, water fording is typically... 33.5 on, on the Bronco. Bronco and not published on the Wrangler or Forerunner. Uh, and then, of course, the number that means the most to us, which is a TFL-ORI. Actually, before we get to that, let's talk about the RTI. We have RTI numbers. Uh, those are the ramp um, index numbers where you basically take a vehicle and drive it up a ramp. 
uh, and see how high you can get before one of the wheels lifts off the ground. And the higher you can go, uh, the better it is off-road. So what are the numbers on the uh, Bronco? Yeah, the Bronco... The higher number, the better. Yeah, 620 for the four-door. Yeah. Uh, the Wrangler is 693, according to four-wheeler. Yeah. Who tested it. And then they also tested the Forerunner at 501. So the Bronco wins that one as well. Yep. And uh, TFL ORI, which is our off-road index, we yeah. compile all these numbers into one score out of 100. Um, based on these numbers, our Forerunner score is 81.4, the Wrangler Rubicon 86.6, and the Bronco 94. So it's really looking good in terms of off-road capability on paper. Yeah, uh, and then, of course, towing capability, uh, Bronco's 35, Wrangler's 35, and Forerunner is the champion there at 5,000. So on paper, dude, it looks like uh, the Bronco is not just brought it, but... Uh, brought it in such a way that it outshines both of its competitors. Yeah, it really looks like it smashed it in terms of capability. Uh, interior looks nice as well. It's got those grab handles, which is cool. Yeah. It's got the big centrally mounted screen. Bunch of different uh, options for seat materials. Yeah. Um, top options are pretty wide, too. There's soft tops. There's hard tops with removable panels. And then there's these cool things like a uh, little rack system for GoPros. And yeah, it looks impo- like yeah. there's going to be a lot of accessories available. And the most important thing of all are those two little hooks for a canoe because I guess Bronco owners are canoeist. Is that a thing? Canoers? Yeah, canoeers. Canoe- that's that's canoeers? for... What, what, what did somebody who does a canoe, what's that called? I don't know. I'm going to go with canoe-er. The idea of the tie-down points on the hood yeah. hood is that you can run long items on the roof and then have a way to strap them down. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's a really good idea. I also like the um, – just, just the overall design is, is really aggressive. It's very Tonka toy-like. A lot of retro throwbacks to the uh, original Bronco from 1966. Yep. So I'll be curious to see if, in fact, they do come out with a pickup version to challenge the Gladiator. It's been rumored that we'll see one in 2024. Whether or not that actually exists is another question. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, with Jeep now hinting strong that there's going to be a V8 powered Wrangler, do you think that the Ford will answer at some point with its own V8 powered Wrangler? I mean, they've got the 7.3 liter they could stick into it, they've got the GT500 engine they could stick into it. Uh, that's competing with the Hellcat Wrangler. I mean, I'm just, I'm just living my dream right now, so. Or am I being, you know, is CAFE numbers not going to allow any of this? I, I honestly have no idea. I think we should focus on the, the, the numbers that we do have versus speculating. Because right. I just think it's it's too far out to, to know what, what Ford's going to res- respond with. Yeah, and what else is far out is, is the Bronco. I mean, April, dude, good God. Uh, this has been the slowest launch of any vehicle that, that I have seen in the last 10 years. But it was worth the wait. It's really cool. We, well, let's, let's save judgment until we can't get behind the wheel. At this point, you know, with Ford not allowing us to go to the... Uh, I'm telling you, Dad, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a really cool vehicle. I love that you can pull the doors off, too, put them in the rear of the yeah. four-door. I think they went all out on this. It's, it's, uh, it's something really special. So I'm, I'm excited so, to see that, that, that Jeep's going to have to respond now and that we're going to see a lot more competition in the marketplace. So how, how many, like, Jeep owners do you see trading in their uh, Wranglers for Broncos? And how many foreigner owners? Do you see a lot of that? I don't think you're going to see that many foreigner owners. Yeah. Because someone who buys a foreigner buys it because it's super dependable and okay. really roomy. But I think you're going to see a ton of Jeep owners trading them in. Because a lot of guys just buy the Jeep Wrangler Rubicons because they're the coolest looking ones. They've got the nicest sound system. And they, they've got big, big, big wheels, as they say. Well, this is bigger wheels. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of these guys who are spending $65,000 on a Wrangler Rubicon 
are probably going to see the rock and be like, that's a new cool uh, uh, thing. All right, so let's talk about the thing that they didn't talk about, which I said skip to the end. So here we are at the end now, uh, which is fuel economy. Now, we have a Gladiator, right? Yep. With the uh, Pentastar, which is the V6. And what was our fuel economy before we upgraded to what? What size do we have on there now? 35s. Okay, so, like so we were we were like in the low 20s. 20s. It was like 20, 21. And now what are we at? Um, It's like 16. Yeah. And so you start pushing 35s around, even with those turbos. You're gonna be, you're gonna be. No at one best. is buying a Bronco for fuel efficiency, Deb. I really don't think it. It hasn't stopped Wrangler owners from upgrading tires. It's not gonna stop people from buying a Bronco. I really don't. You know, uh, gosh, dude. Eight months from now, we could have never seen what's going on in the world right now. I have a hard time knowing what's going to happen nine months from now in April. Fuel prices could go through the roof. Wrangler does have a plug-in coming. We know that, right? Yep, that's cool. So and, that's going to be interesting. And and let's be real. Uh, there's just a lot of new and electric trucks coming, too, that will also compete for, for the same dollars in some ways. Rivian's going to be out at that point. Uh, the workhorse should be out, right? Uh, and I think there's a strong crossover between truck owners and Wrangler owners. Hmm. So, you know, that's what I mean, too little, too late. If it were out right now, they'd be selling like hotcakes. Uh, by April, I don't know. I don't uh, think it's too little, though. It might be that, too late, but it's not too and little. And then the 800-pound, you know, gorilla is a Cybertruck. Yeah, but that, no one's going to be – I don't think a lot of people are going to be cross-shopping a two-door Bronco with a Cybertruck. I think they will be, I actually. just really don't – I have a hard time saying Okay, that. so Jeep says that the 392 will do 0 to 60 in under five seconds. Yeah. A Cybertruck will probably do it in the threes. Yes, but it – yeah. And, and if, I, if you're saying more people are buying this because of what's cool, which is what I'm hearing you say, right? You're saying a lot of people are buying this because of what's cool, not because of what's off-road capable. Then I got to tell you, uh, at least according to what I've seen out there, uh, you know, the cool factor right now is owned by the Cybertruck. But, Dad, you said it yourself. You want to talk about a vehicle that we don't know what date it's going to be out in? Cybertruck is the pinnacle of that. At least Bronco's got a, a time when we'll see it in person. Yeah, but the Rivian will be out. We know that. That's the beginning of But that's $60,000 range. Does a tank turn? It doesn't, it doesn't matter that it does a tank turn. That's not useful for, I think, most people. Overall, though. You're on, you're on the trail and you just go, boom, just do a straight. Never have wanted to do that. Really? It, I have. it tears up the environment like crazy. It's really bad for the vegetation. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm no what, interest. What if you're in the sand, okay? Okay, uh, yes. You're in the sand Sorry, in Moab. I tried taking you to the, uh, the sand dunes and yeah. you didn't want to go was what, what happened with that. You did not want to go to the sand dunes. What so I don't want to hear you about sand. When we went to Moab, I was like, we should go to the sand dunes. And you're like, I don't want to go to the sand sand dunes let's go to moab we missed the sand dune opportunity no I, wait wait whoa i don't think i didn't, i've never said i don't want to go to the sand dunes i think i said we should probably go do this because it's closer and we know where it's at versus going to the sand dunes which we didn't I know, know where, where it's at i've been uh -huh. there uh -huh. i know where the sand dunes are at yeah but i do wish they had an electrified version of the bronco i think that that is coming hopefully i imagine There's a hybrid version of the f-150 uh, but whether it's going to actually make its way into the Bronco, we don't know. I imagine that they had um, uh, planned for that, right? Because this is going to be an architecture that's around for a long time. So, look, I, I agree with you. The, the Bronco, at least what we're seeing on paper, is pretty badass. Uh, uh, Ford took it seriously. They they took on both Forerunner and Wrangler head-on. Uh, but the proof is always in the pudding. You know, Numbers are one thing, and actually getting out on the trail – and seeing what it does is a whole other thing. Uh, and let's, keep, let's not forget that there's a huge built-in community for, for Jeep because, you know, Jeep has had the aftermarket support now for, well, since the Second World War, basically, right? 
Yeah, I agree that the Jeep community is awesome, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, love for that community. I like that community a lot. Yeah. But I have been watching my Jeep page, and people are really excited on the page for the Bronco. They are really a lot of buzz going on about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think that's what the Bronco has going forward. It's new, right? People love what's new. Um, and the question will be, you know, after that, the shine comes off the Apple after it's no longer new. Uh, and the prices become very steep, which I think they will become very steep. But they're steep on the Jeep, that. They're absurdly steep on the Jeep. Yeah, well, then maybe you'll be competing with used Jeeps. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I hope that they undercut them up to some extent because the Wranglers are just so, so absurdly which, expensive. Y- you saw which one I'd get. I'd go with the base with the uh, uh, Sasquatch package. Which one would you Well, get? that's the one you have to go for. That's the cool one with all the right. seven-speed manual. Yep, for sure. Okay, all right. So we're, at least we're agreed on that. Yep, absolutely. Well, guys, uh, if you want to see images of this uh, and you're listening to this on our podcast, head on over to tflcar.com or to our YouTube channel. Uh, we've got full coverage of everything that we talked about today, uh, either on our YouTube um, channel, TFL Car, TFL Now, TFL Off-Road, um, or on our websites. Anything else I'm missing? No, I think you're good. All right, guys. Uh, remember, head over uh, to TFL Car for news views and real-world reviews. And thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Ciao. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.